Darren either. All right, so we're back. Um, we are still on strike. Nothing has changed. We are going to go straight into Beetle Talk on this one, at least for now. The Fab Four. The Fab Four. So quick, uh, I'm a Beetle fan, but I am nothing like a Derek is when it comes to a Beetle fan. I, mean, I so. love the Beatles. I uh, grew up singing their songs. Um, I used to sing them at school. I had a friend in in uh, like the sixth grade and the in the fifth grade. We used to, he's actually in a band now. He's he's really good. Um, and uh, we used to sing Beatles songs in front of the class. We sing them on the bus. You know, oh, in front of class. Yeah, we sing oh. in front of the class. Yeah, yeah we that's did. cool. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and he was a little less shy than I was. He like, you know, he wasn't shy at all. And I kind of just stood there like a, a <laughs> stick. Oh, <laughs> paranoid. I kind of grew out of that. But, you know, when I first started. Right. Yeah. it's it, You get the butterflies. Uh, it's a confidence thing. Yeah. Do I sound as good as I think I sound? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, do I sound that good in the shower only? Right. <laughs> and that's where the, you know. The person listening, you know, everybody's got their taste. You know, some people think some people sing good. Some people think some people sing bad. It's just, you know, it, it doesn't mean just because I don't think they're a good singer that they're not a good singer. Well, you don't know if somebody's not a good singer usually, right? Usually you know if they're not a good but singer. But you yes. can tell, you know, if somebody's a good singer, but it might not be your kind of style. That's not taste. your style of music or whatever, yeah. But, yeah. But you can still tell they have a good voice. But in the Beatles, I mean, I think they all sang good. I mean, with an exception of Ringo Starr was okay. I mean, don't I'm not taking away anything from Ringo Starr. I mean, he's one of the Beatles. He was the drummer. But out of the four, he wasn't the best singer. Right. Yeah. I mean, totally talented for sure. Yes. But, and I like his attitude. Yes. And, yes, uh, I love his attitude. His peace and love attitude. You know, and, and I, I just Ringo Starr is like one of the coolest hippies I can think of. But uh, as far as raw talent, I mean, you've got you know John Paul. And um, George. George, yeah. And uh, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I could tell you who had the biggest hits and stuff, but I couldn't tell you who was better at it, all those guys. I mean, I've listened to all their, you know, solo stuff. And 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 that makes me think, thank God they broke up because would we have this George Harrison album, like All Things Must Pass, you know? I mean, because the Beatles would only let George Harrison put like a song or two per album. Right, and, right. And they hogged it all up. You know, and, and for good reason. I mean, they had great songs, but George Harrison has some beautiful songs. Yes, he does. And uh, I think he should have had more on the album. Um, McCartney uh, was the most commercially um, successful. well-known, successful, yeah, yeah. commercially. But, you know, and I like a lot of, I mean, I, I like about half of what Paul McCartney did. A lot of it was really bubblegummy kind of stuff I didn't really like that much. More poppy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. John Lennon kind of stuck to the rock and roll roots, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, and don't get me wrong, Paul has a lot of good songs. And I even like some of his poppy songs. You know, like the Beatles had some poppy type songs. Yeah, yeah, they did. So the, a lot of those are probably from Paul McCartney, you know? And, uh, oh, that would make sense. Yeah, you can tell, like, some of them, he sings that, you know, that's his style a little bit. Who wrote Helter Skelter, by the way? You know? I'm pretty sure that was Paul McCartney. Okay. It was Paul McCartney. He, I remember an interview. Uh, Helter Skelter was a carnival ride, like a roller coaster. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I gathered that from the words. Right. At first, I thought Helter Skelter was from uh, Charles Manson and everything. No, so. he just heard that and it right. clicked something in his uh, warped brain. 
and he used it. Yeah. Which is sad for the Beatles because it mean, is like, who wants a guy like that using your song? You know. Uh, speaking of the, I was going to mention something. By the way, I know we're I'm going off topic a little bit, but since we mentioned uh, Charles Manson, what do you think of the Beach Boys? Wait, what's Charles Manson got to do with the Beach Boys? Because California? No, because <laughs> Dennis Wilson, the drummer, uh -huh. actually stole one of Charles Manson's songs. Oh, and they did a Charles Manson song, a plagiarism. Yeah, and then they didn't give Charles Manson credit, and he was pissed. And uh, so Dennis Wilson knew Charles Manson. Matter of fact, Dennis Wilson invited Charles Manson's little Colt to his house, and they actually had a big party. And he kind of liked it because Charles Manson had all these girls. I think he saw him. I think I read that uh, he saw Charles Manson walking down the roads, and there was like. 10 chicks. Right. So he's like, oh, chicks. Right. So he pulls over, but Charles Manson happened to be with them. So he brought them all over to his place, but they wouldn't leave. <laughs> so Dennis, I guess, I don't know the full story, but I think he ended up leaving his house because Charles Manson started to scare him because he was right. getting all weird and shit. And then because uh, of that song too. But uh, so that's the connection between Charles Manson and the Beach Boys. Yeah, not a gigantic Beach Boys fan. I like their music, but it's not really my style of music that I would put on to listen to. So if another if it came on, I probably wouldn't turn the channel though either. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. Um I like them. I do. But um so we're talking about the Beatles. So I wonder if excuse me. I wonder if anybody heard of uh like Paul McCartney was there's this rumor about him dying back in the day. Like he got in a car accident. Um, he died and they got a replacement. So it's a it's a there's a whole bunch of conspiracy on it. And there's stuff on the albums and stuff that that point to this this weird conspiracy. Okay, so Paul McCartney get was in like a like a Mini Cooper and uh, he got pissed at the Beatles. They're at rehearsal. He got pissed and he drove off mad and he he crashed and he died. Well, from night it was like 1966, I think they said it was. Okay. So for actually between 66 and like I don't know, it was 68, Paul McCartney was not seen. So this rumor really, really? fit in. Yeah. And um, if you look it up, I mean, there's sh shitload of like evidence and, right. on this Paul McCartney dying. I actually got into it, and there were some things that actually made me kind of believe it. But then you look at Paul McCartney, it's like. Well, duh. How could you replace a guy and he could be just as talented or even talented ooh, as Paul McCartney? Ooh, ooh, pick me. Pick me. <laughs> Aliens. Oh. Aliens did it. Yeah, they abducted his ass. He was gone. Brought back a, a, a clone. Uh, maybe that's it. I mean. The clone is better. The clone is better than Paul McCartney. Because look at all the songs they wrote after yes. 1966. Yes. Even the Beatles, like in, 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 in between uh, 66 and 70. You know, they came out with like two or three albums. You know? Aliens. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> it must be. Paul McCartney, the alien. He's but, got the he's got the lizard mask thing. Okay, going so on some underneath. of the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the evidence in the song, like on on uh like you know the song A Day in the Life. Right. I read the news today, oh boy. Right. So there's a verse that goes, um, it says differently in the in the like on the lyrics, but if you listen to it, this is exactly what it says. And it, it points it out on the internet. He blew his mind out in the car. Right. 
He didn't notice that the light has changed. Right. A crowd of people stood and stared. They'd seen his face before. Nobody was really sure that he was from the house of Paul. Yeah. Huh, okay. Okay, so then on another record album, they have all the Beatles facing forward, but Paul McCartney's turned around. On Abbey Road's, they're all walking across the street. Uh-huh. Paul McCartney's barefooted. He uh, is, yes. They're dressed like one's dressed up like a uh, they're dressed up like they're going to a funeral. Yes. And then on the Volkswagen that you see in Abbey Roads, it says if like 28, meaning if he would have lived long enough to make this album, he would have been 28 years old. And there's lots of shit. Interesting. In this. Yeah, Interesting. and I think they fed on it. You know, the Beatles fed on it and they're like, oh, this is a fun rumor. And it's like, you know, it's probably giving us album sales and, you know, controversy. So well, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, I, don't yeah, think I, I, want, I want I want you to look that up. I'm going to now. That's very interesting. Yeah. But the funny part is they show his face when he was younger and they show his face when he's older. And there are some differences. And then maybe you change like that. But the one change that was weird and then maybe it's just the angle of the dangle. I don't know. But his earlobes, like on the earlier one. I don't know if it's vice versa, but one, his earlobes went into ear. He didn't have no earlobes. And then he has earlobes. And that's one thing that doesn't change on a person. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna be looking this one up. Yeah, it's interesting. It really is interesting. I mean, you can really dive deep into this. Huh. And it almost, I've never heard this before. And so. it almost convinces you. Yeah. And like, could you imagine if 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 somebody like Paul McCartney died and they didn't want mass panic because you know how the girls were about the Beatles and oh, yeah. they were they were fainting and pissing all over well, yeah, themselves. Think about that. There could be mass panic, huh? Yeah, that and that's what the exactly the words was. There's gonna be mass panic. So they got this guy named Billy Shears, they said. Yeah, Billy Shears. Yeah. And he was a he looked like Paul McCartney. He actually won a Paul McCartney look like contest. Huh? You've heard a little bit of it, right? You're the Billy Shears. I know Billy well yeah it's in this in the song. Oh right the one and only Billy Shears. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, another clue. I'd, I'd never put all that together, so huh, interesting. It's very interesting, and I thought it was so interesting. I mean, I, I was on this for like a month. Yeah, I'm going with Alien Clone right now. <laughs> That's my final answer, Bob. You know, I think you're right. <laughs> you know, they just come down and clone us, and then we walk around. And uh, kind of like when the aliens... Uh, so am I me or am I my clone? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you're you, for sure. I don't think... Would you, would you know if you're the clone? I don't know. Good question, huh? I think. Does I'm the clone a... know they're the clone? No, they think they're you. Huh. Oh man, that's heavy, dude. So did they have to come down and do maintenance on the clone too? Oh god, you're hurting my is, brain. Is is that why you find people getting abducted because they're taken back to do maintenance on them so they can bring them back down and? Oh well, they like to anal probe. I know that. Well, that's probably where the entry point is to get to where they need to get to. <laughs> so it's easy. instead of slicing someone open, just go through the ass. Why is that? I'm like, yeah, they, they want to know about us, and so they have to look through our ass, kind of like a dog smells another dog's ass. Like, hey, but how, how are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and even if they don't remember, they'll be like, oh, Rover, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you, your face looks different. What happened? <laughs> I got a haircut, man. Your face is starting to look like your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell which was which. No shit. That's funny. But yeah, um, I think the Beatles are probably the greatest band of all times, in my opinion. I think they influenced the most, in my opinion. I mean, even Dave Grohl says that's one of his biggest influences in life. Most of the uh, artists that I read about and hear about that talk about their influences throw the Beatles in there somewhere, if not right at the top, that I'm 
have seen. So, but in saying that, you know, there's always this Rolling Stone Beetle kind of rivalry yes. that the people have to choose. I, I like them both equally. I mean, they're both top of my book. You know, I I, I couldn't say I choose this over the other. I mean, right. If I went to a a, a stranded like a desert a deserted island, I would bring both. <laughs> you know, nothing like sitting on the fence. Right. <laughs> it's just a hard choice. I'm, I'm a pre my preference is the Stones. It's like picking your favorite guitar player almost. Yeah, which we haven't got to that yet at all either. So. Oh, yeah, I picked about 50 of them. Yeah, your favorite is one. <laughs> I, I don't know if I got a favorite. Every, Eddie Van Halen. We know that part. Who's number two? That's what we don't know. Ooh, God, that's a hard one. Jimmy Hendrix. So what's funny about guitar players, for instance, though, we don't say any of the Beatles, for instance as guitar players are being our favorites or whatnot. Or even if I were to give you a list of my favorite drummers, I probably wouldn't put Ringer Starr in there. Well, you know, they don't But really... their music as a whole. Yeah. And yeah. that's true about a lot of things. Same with like, you know, the guy who just died, uh, Charlie Watts. Charlie Watts. I mean, nobody puts him as top drummers. No, they don't. I mean, you hear like, you hear like Neil Peart or, or, or you hear like um, John Bonham or, or, you know, like people like that, but you never hear, you know, anybody from like the Beatles or even the Rolling Stones or, any of these good classic bands. and But you hear the people that played with those drummers say, I couldn't do what I do without them doing what they do. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, he makes me go or whatever they want, like exactly. to say. Yeah. So. I mean, they did their parts just fine. Oh, yeah. You know, and when they had to rock, they rocked. And when they don't need to rock, you know, they just keep it cool, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have no problem with. Just I find that interesting when we talk about greatest, maybe greatest voices would bring one of them into the mix. But. When we're talking about greatest drummer or greatest guitar players or greatest rhythm guitar players or however you want to put it, greatest bass player, or however you want to say it, you know, people don't usually bring up the Beatles. Right. That's true. Now, songwriters, you'll see them come up in songwriters. Right. Yeah. And favorite tunes even, right. you know, favorite bands or whatever. But individually, when it comes to musically, you don't hear a lot of that. That's kind of weird too, right? If you think about it, because like you would think that you got the, all these number one songs, you'd be like the number one guitar player this. Right. But it doesn't quite work that way. No. I mean, you kind of got to stand out as one. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Eddie Van Halen. I mean, I mean, you could take the three guy, other guys and play, and you're not going to have Van Halen. You need Eddie Van Halen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What else here? So when it comes to the Beatles, um, and I know you've got an opinion on this, and this is going to flat out just say it. Did Yoko break them up? No, not at all. Um, cause you know, that's the, everybody likes to say Yoko broke up the Beatles. So at the end of the, about this, you know, it was approaching 1970, they're already having, uh, you know, musical differences. They're having different directions. They wanted to go, uh, George Harrison wasn't happy cause he never got to put any of his songs on the album. You know, um, it hadn't really not to do with. Nothing to do with Yoko Ono. Uh, according to Paul McCartney, they all had their wives in there all the time. Yeah, I've read about that. So it's yeah. nothing like that. Um, I heard Paul McCartney say that that when they were young at first, when like Yoko was sat on his amp, he's like, what is she sitting on my amp? But <laughs> that was about it. They were at the end of the ropes, and it was time for them to all. So they were due to break up probably soon anyway. Yeah, but the sad part about it is, you remember in, um, when they did the Beatle Anthology in the 90s? They had a big, long Beatle Anthology. It was like four hours long. Oh, yeah, I think I do. So the Beatles reunited then, the three that were left. Yeah. If John Lennon would have been alive, we would have had a reunion there. 
One would hope anyway. Yeah. I would have think so. I, I would have thought so as well. But yeah. The other three came together. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me wonder, you know, like with John Lennon, for instance, um, George Harrison too, but John Lennon specifically because Imagine's like, I would say my second favorite song of all time. Uh, what else would he have come up with musically? Yeah. You know, what else would he have done? Like when we talk about Jimi Hendrix with his guitar playing, what else could he have done? Exactly. If he hadn't, you know, passed away at such a young age. Right. Because everything he did was awesome anyway. So yes. Like, he wasn't like at the end of his creativity. He was yeah. still in the middle of it. Right. When it happened. I mean, he was, when he got shot, he was coming out of a studio, I believe. No, when he left the studio and came home to the Dakotas, that's where he got shot. He was coming home from recording stuff. Yes. You know? Yeah. What a bummer. I mean, like, like I said, you, you know, he had his problems, you know, like we all do. He's a human being, but it seems like everybody who preaches love and peace, they get killed. I mean, what's up with that? Should you know? I be worried for my life? You should be. <laughs> Think about it. Martin Luther King. I mean. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's a sad situation. It is what it is. Yep. So what's that song? Only the good die young. Only the good die young. But my, I asked my grandpa because my family tends to live a long time. I asked my grandpa. I said, so if only the good die young, how come we live a long time? He goes, because. We're honoring and God doesn't want to get us up there till we till we just can't hold off any longer. That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> you are honoring. You know, I think it's what are. I've heard. Yeah. But not as honoring as me, I don't think. No, I don't think I am. So yeah. <laughs> I am better looking though. Come on, bring it on, motherfucker. <laughs> better looking. Yes. Shit. You wish. No, I don't wish. I know. You know? In well, your dream. I have no problem with my self-confidence when it comes to that. So Oh, <laughs> man, how dare you? You can ask anybody in my family. It's kind of a male trait in my family, actually. Almost every damn lively male thinks they're good looking. Well, I, it's good to have that confidence. Yeah, I, to be honest, the more confidence you have, the more luck you have. If you're like down on your confidence and you've got a low self-esteem, people notice that. Oh, yeah, they do. You're, I mean, like I've seen positive people do amazing things, you know? Yep. Uh, yep. Even ugly people like you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I knew at some point you're gonna try to throw in that. Yeah, you're not. You're not a fucking good looking Eric, dude. No, that's all right. I don't give a shit. So no, you're hot. Eric. Yeah, you're yeah. Hot. I'm glad you're not saying that either. So we're good. <laughs> hot to trot, Eric. Woo, baby. You look about a good nose, Gene. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Come on over here, Norton. <laughs> Norton. You know you want to. Eddie Murphy was the best back then. Eddie Murphy back then was hilarious. I mean, even now, though, some of the stuff he's done later on, which is cleaner, still he's still funny. He is, but I, I like his stand-up stuff back then. I like oh my the, god. I like the old yes. Eddie Murphy. The old raunchy. Right. Yes. Because remember you were talking like a red fox. He's like, I didn't know Red Fox was so raunchy until I saw him do stand-up. I just thought I thought he was a family guy because of that show Sanford and Son. Well, yeah, that's all I knew about him. And then I found out, somebody told me, maybe it was my grandfather, told me he was actually a comedian who did stand-up. And so we were at a record store. I used to go to record stores all the time, he by the way, funny. as I'm sure you do or did. Yeah. And I would just thumb through records. Well, back then, cassettes had become a thing. So I was thumbing through records and cassettes, and, I, and there was a Red Fox sitting in a discount section. It was like two bucks or a buck or something like that. I'm like, oh, pff, Red Fox, this is awesome. I'll listen to Red Fox. Raunchy motherfucker. <laughs> raunchy. He is the raunchiest. And, and, and Did not know that at all. It's funny, though. I mean, it is funny. Oh, he's hilarious. Funny. Yes. Yeah. If you, yeah. I, 
if you like listening to old comedians, Red Fox is hilarious. I'd check him out if I were you. Yeah, and uh, probably everybody knows if I check out Richard Pryor too. I mean, he was so funny as a comedian. Richard Pryor was something else. Yeah, I loved Richard Pryor. I yeah. miss Richard Pryor. I miss Richard Pryor too. Yeah. Poor guy has so many problems though. I mean, all the way to the end, and then I think he had a uh, he had a disease. Um, oh, that's right. Multiple sclerosis. Was, I think, it? was it MS or something? Yeah. Yeah, I remember exactly what it was. All I could think of is we had the problem with the freebasing, and he had caught himself on fire. He got himself on fire. When you're yeah. on fire and you're running down the street, people get out of your way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, think about it. Think somebody running down the street on fire, you're like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I think that happened to Andy Gibb. Uh, that's how he died, I think. I'm not really positive. Oh, but, really? Yeah, I think he was lit himself on fire with a basin cocaine or something. So I um, have a... But I'm not sure on that. Don't quote me on that. Okay, don't quote him on that, guys. Yeah. I have a... Uh, don't quote me on anything, actually. I get all my shit information from the internet and what I know, and it might be wrong. It might be right. I'm not a reporter. Wait, it's the internet. The internet doesn't lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just a dumb fuck. You know? Give me a break. So I have... I guess have is the best way, although I haven't seen this guy in probably... 40 plus years, but anyway, a half brother um, at uh, I used to hang around with when we were younger. And when Kiss became a thing, and we all found out about Gene Simmons blowing fire, yeah, um, we weren't there at the time. We when we came to visit, we found out this would happen. He had tried to do the same thing, and he had put I think gasoline in his mouth is what he had done, and then spit it out. Well, when he spit it out, he caught the front of him on fire because he didn't like blow it, spit it out. Oh, you know goodness. what I mean? He caught the front of himself on fire, his chest and his his chin and every yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, he caught himself on fire, burned himself pretty bad. So doesn't he like use like Everclear or something? I don't remember what he uses. I really don't. But hmm. yeah. But this guy, you know, we were young at the time. That's in the seventies when when he did this. So late seventies, I think. But yeah, he spit out gasoline, I guess, and lit it with a lighter when it was spewing out and caught him <laughs> on fire. <laughs> You know, I saw a video the other day, and I don't know if it was true. And I, it was old. It was like five years old and because uh, I was actually looking to kiss videos. And it said, uh, it says, uh, Gene Simmons couldn't hold his piss, and he pisses on the stage. And I'm like, what? So I'm, I, I have to look at it. Right. And I'm looking at it, and it's kind of dark. It's like maybe he could pull that off. I mean, like, so, like, maybe he had to pee. He was right in the middle of the song. Right. But you do see – it's like water coming out of his leg. It's like it really looks like he's pissing himself right there on the stage, and you can see a puddle on the okay, stage. Okay, so they wear their costumes and makeup and everything. Could he be just like sweating like a dog? You know what I mean? I'd rather think he pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that didn't happen because I can see. You know, you're thinking, okay, I just I can't wait. I got to do it now. I so mean that arrogant old fucker, piss himself. Though, <laughs> you know, he thinks he's so goddamn cool. He fucking piss all over the stage. He's a smart individual. No, I don't want to take anything from Gene Simmons. I, he does have an arrogant attitude. Wasn't he the one who gave up? Gave, came up with the idea of all the kiss paraphernalia and stuff that started to sell. I mean, like he turned it into a whole market. I mean, yeah, like, all the merchandise. I mean, I mean, he, they probably never have the tour. They just sell kiss shit. They could just sell merchandise the rest of their lives, probably. Right. Yeah. No, he's a very smart businessman. Right. Um, obviously, I guess, it, like, if you take a look at, like, Donald Trump, I mean, it, it takes a fucking uh, 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 arrogant, like, uh, narcissistic businessman 
in some cases to get where they are. Yeah, it takes a big ego. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's bad or good. Right. You know, that's just a fact. It just seems to be that's the way it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I see a lot of the opposite, you know, people who aren't that with attitude who actually make Oh, yeah. It. But usually when somebody is that strong enough to start a business or or make it somewhere, they got a lot of determination. And they don't care who they step on to get to where they're going. Yes. Yeah, they'll run people over on their way there. Right. That's why I could never make it in like a business world. I, I can't do that to people. I I couldn't even fire anybody. I would feel so fucking bad. You know? Yeah. So years ago, I was a supervisor for a short period of time, and that was one of the things I asked: Do I have to fire anybody? They're like, No, we have somebody above you that'll do that. Oh, oh thank, thank God. God. Yeah. <laughs> even if you don't like them, I mean, you, you still they got families and yes. stuff. I mean, I don't want to, you know, like make somebody broke or, or put them on the streets or right. That's or yeah. make it so they can't feed their kids. Yep. Yeah. That'd be tough. Now I understand why people get fired sometimes. So get me oh, yeah. wrong. I just don't want to be the one to do it. Yep. Yep. Agreed. And I'd feel That's bad. And not I, my thing. I would not be a good supervisor because no. of that. I found out I wasn't a very good supervisor. Yes. I'd be going to, the, I was too laid back about shit. I'd be going to my workers. Like I'd be like, say I was your boss and I was at work. I'd go, Hey Eric, hey, can you come off the line for a minute? Hey, will you do me a favor? There's a guy in the back office. Can you go tell him he's fired, please? <laughs> You're like, I'm a union guy. Oh, come on, I'll give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I would feel bad. I mean, so I, didn't didn't Gene Simmons though make some comments, several comments here lately about um, who was it you were telling me about? He made some comments about saying that they were bad, and then he recanted. Uh, anyway, he's he. I would. I'm not going to compare him to. Uh, uh, Ted Nugent in that aspect, but he, he makes comments sometimes that are, that are like, what, what the hell are you talking about, dude? You don't, that's not cool. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Gene Simmons is Gene Simmons is well known for putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. And then having to, you know, go back and say, Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He'll, I, he'll I, make... think he, I think he just, you know, he just thinks and it just pops out. Well, part of it's probably the arrogance and the ego he has. Yeah. So, Cause usually it's something to do with, no, oh, oh, Ronnie James Dio. That's what it was, with the with the horns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're balling. Yeah, Gene Simmons actually wanted to trademark that. Yes, because Gene Simmons says he came up with it, and he didn't. No, he didn't. Uh, Ronnie James Dio says his Grammy used to do that. It was a German thing, and I forgot what he said it meant, but he said his Grammy used to do that, so he just carried it on. You know, Ronnie James Dio was cool. And like I told you, Elvis did it. Elvis did it. Yeah, I didn't know that at all. Yeah, and that was before that. That was before Gene Simmons. That was before Gene Simmons. Yeah. And uh, he's, uh, he did it because it meant I love you, like I told you. Who, Elvis? Was, yeah. Oh, okay. So I think it, when you do it without the devil horns like this, uh -huh. if you do it with your thumb out, I believe in sign, sign language that means I love you. I believe. I'm not sure about it. I have no clue. I don't know sign language. Well, I do know some. You know, I got a middle finger, so. Oh, that. yeah. I, you I got know, two of those. You got the most important ones down. Okay. <laughs> I've got the your number one going up there. Yes, number one. All right. Well, I think we're done for today. Um, that's a lot of Beatles talk. Uh, don't be surprised if we do more at some point. We probably will because you know I got I always get sidetracked and I go into something else. And uh, there's a lot of things we can say about the Beatles. And if you haven't noticed, we get sidetracked and go off on something else quite often. So just be know that's going to be common. Yep. Yeah. Although Derek did do a little bit of singing there for a second, so that might happen more often too. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe next time I'll actually try to sing so it sounds good though. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. 
Appreciate it. Thank you very much for the two listeners we have. No, we might have three now. Three? Yeah, we might. Oh, I want three and a half. All right. We're going for three and a half, people. All right, everybody take care. Peace. Peace.